Get Up Nation. I hope you're enjoying the Get Up Nation podcast on www.anchor.fm. As a podcast host on over 20 platforms, I really enjoy how easy it is to use Anchor, how Anchor makes everything I need available in one place for free, accessible on your smartphone or desktop computer. Go to www.anchor.fm now. In case you didn't know, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit each episode. If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. Get Up Nation. My name is Ben Biddick. I am the creator and host of the Get Up Nation podcast, where I serve individuals, organizations, and societies to develop and sustain resilience and perseverance. I'm the co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance, with former Major League Baseball player and CEO of Rurong Living, Adam Greenberg. The Get Up Nation podcast is brought to you in partnership with GotYour6Coffee.com, where Navy veteran Eric Hadley is committed to serving first responders, veterans, and their families through a variety of nonprofit organizations. No stranger to adversity, Eric has fused necessity of coffee with his passion for public service. You're already purchasing coffee. Why not empower your coffee with purpose? Why not purchase coffee that not only has your six, but also has the backs of those who don a uniform of service for our communities and great country? Learn more about Eric and his freshly roasted award-winning coffee at gotyoursixcoffee.com. Welcome to this episode of the Get Up Nation podcast. Recently, I had the honor and privilege of speaking with Steve Gellerman. Steve is a veteran of the natural foods industry for more than 20 years. He's the founder of Ian's Natural Foods, which makes a wide variety of allergy-friendly meal solutions for kids. He's also the CEO of Banana Wave, makers of the first non-dairy milk made from whole bananas. We discussed how Banana Wave products are helping people develop and sustain resilience on the show today. Steve, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Ben. This is a great opportunity and I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Such a pleasure to have you here today and to speak in person here. Steve, will you share how you founded Ian's Natural Foods earlier in your career? It sounds like the mission of the company was to be the leading provider of high quality and allergy-friendly foods that consumers can trust. How did you develop this passion for high-quality, allergy-friendly foods? Good question. So, first of all, I'm third generation in the food business in my family, and my parents owned uh, a chain of supermarkets. And long story short, in, in, in the law is in the United States, if you have more than three, you need a federally inspected facility to produce food if you want to produce for your other stores. Like if you, you can't like make food in one store and then send it to your other stores if you have more than two that you're sending it to. So they had a USDA manufacturing facility, which means it's inspected by the government if you wanted to do meat products. So I grew up in that facility. And me, I, I was always a guy who, like every other, you know, red-blooded American guy out there, we love toys and toys are machines. And so when I used to go to their facility, I got this huge fascination with working with these giant machines. And of course, everyone loves food. So that's kind of how I went into the food business. I stayed in that and went into the manufacturing side. 
And I've always been a healthy eater. You know, I stay away from the chemicals and the junk. And I'm not a nutcase about it, but I've always kind of stayed in that in that lane. So when I decided to go into my career, like everybody else at the time, you know, everybody was Wall Street. You know, the, the Wall Street movie came out and everybody wanted to be a stock market guy. And so I, I did that for a little bit and the stock market crashed and I went back to really what I gravitated that I loved and I opened up my own manufacturing facility and I was 20, like 24 years old. So when I did that, that's when I started producing food products that were the stuff that I like. And I I consider myself to be very middle American when it comes to eating. You know, I figure if I like it, most people are going to. I don't I don't go for the crazy stuff. I don't go for the garbage, but I like all that healthy stuff in the middle. So when I started producing, we did all these kinds of things and we sold to delis and things like that. So if you go into like a supermarket or a deli and you go to the deli case and you say, hey, I want that stuffed chicken breast or that egg roll, all the cooked stuff that's in those deli cases, that's the stuff I made. Except we did it with like antibiotic and hormone free chicken. And we did all the healthy stuff. And we, you know, instead of a fried egg roll, I figured out a way to bake an egg roll to make it lower in calories and healthier. I had an appointment one time at Stop and Shop in New England. And I actually, the guy, the buyer that I saw named John, hi, John, he actually sits on the board of Banana Wave right now. And I, had my appointment with him and, you know, I got into stop and shop. We were doing business. And then he called me about seven months later. He goes, Hey, you know, all that stuff that you're selling to us, he says, can you come in and teach me what natural is? He didn't even know. And, or I'm sure he knew a lot, but he just wanted to hear more. And when in that meeting, that's where Ian's natural foods was born. And he said to me, he goes, you know, if you took all this stuff that you make and you put it in a box and sell it retail, I'll sell it in Stop and Shop. There's nothing like it. And that's where Ian's Natural Foods started, born right there in that room. Wow. So how did the transition happen? You went from founding Ian's Natural Foods. What led to Banana Wave? You know, I sold Ian's Natural Foods back in 2004. And, you know, I stayed on with them, the usual stay on for three years. And and then after my three years was up, I was looking for something else to do. And I helped consult a lot of companies. I did what a, a, I think actually more people should do is the people who are successful and, and do really well at the things that they do and, and have been, you know, fortunate enough like I have to create an idea, work hard in this country and actually have it pay off for you is give back to the industry that made you, you know, the success that you are. So I put feelers out there and I said, look, anybody who's got an idea in this field who wants to grow a company, no cost, here's my phone number, call me up. So I did that for about three or four years And it it actually, when I first started doing it, I was thinking, all right, this is going to be five or 10 hours a week at the most, and I'll get to still hang out with my kids who are still young. 
So, you know, it, it turned out at one point it was 30 hours, 40 hours. And eventually my kids grew up. They went, you know, they don't want to, you know, when they hit 12, 13, they don't want to hang around with dad all day, which really sucks. But that's the way it is. You know, you, you become the, the parent, not the buddy. And I found these guys, well, I shouldn't say guys, it was two guys and two women, I think. And there was, I guess, for lack of better, there was a, a contest, I guess, at Florida Atlantic University. And I live about a block away from there. And, and they had a contest, you know, come up for the students, come up with a product and come up with a business plan to match that product. And one of my friends, who's actually an attorney, he was sitting on the board, the judging panel, and he knows that, you know, I'm Mr. Food Guy. And these kids, and, you know, they said, hey, here's a banana milk. And he tried it. He loved it. And everybody in the whole room was going crazy over the stuff. And, of course, nobody's ever heard of banana milk before. So he, call, he called me up and he says, Steve, you got to come down and try this stuff. It's it's banana milk. And, and let me preface this with, I get those calls 10 times a day. You know, it, it was like, come down and try this stuff, you know, whatever. I'm like, look, I'm, I'm sitting at the beach. <laughs> I don't want to come down. And But he convinced me to, to come down. And so I walked over to the, the place and I'm like thinking the whole walk over, you know, 10 minutes. I'm thinking to myself, banana milk, banana milk. How, how, how do you possibly make milk? out of a banana or make anything that's similar to milk or whatever with a banana. I just couldn't wrap my head around it. When I got there, he like came over and grabbed me. And he comes over and he, you got to try this. So I went over and I met the kids, great bunch of kids. I mean, really enthusiastic. They're telling me this whole story about this ancient African recipe and how they grew up on it and their grandmother made it for them. And I'm like, okay, okay, let, let me try it. You know, I'm going, okay, oh, that sounds great. Good story. Wonderful. So they gave me the product to try. I know this is going to sound kind of cliche. I already, within seconds of me trying that product, my brain already zoomed to, we're going to sell this for a lot of money in the end. <laughs> it, was, it was so good. It, it tastes, I tell you, and I know, of course, I'm probably uh, the biased guy on, on the on the interview here, but it, it's so good. It tastes just like a liquid banana. I mean, it's so good. And it's it's packed with vitamins. It's got oats in it. There's a little vanilla in there. And it, it has a creamy consistency. It's not like a milkshake or anything. It's a tiny bit thicker than milk. It's very silky smooth. And it, 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 it's just delicious. And it's like the more I read into it and the more I looked at it, the more we looked at what was in it, I just keep looping this thought in my head. I'm like, oh, my God, these guys created not only a great drink, but they actually created the better banana. And that's kind of how I describe it. This stuff is just unbelievable. And it says on your website, you have tremendous success with this in the past 12 months, Banana Wave has appeared in over 5,000 stores. To date, every store that decided to put Banana Wave on its shelves has reordered. They often increase shelf space to accommodate it, and not even one store has dropped the product. Yeah. That's unreal. That, that, is, that is very true. And, and I, 
love to share this with you right now. Two minutes, literally two minutes. I was screaming my head off in joy with my sales girl on the phone, Kristen. Hi, Kristen. She did an amazing job. And we just got news that Food Lion is putting Banana Wave into 943 stores in one shot. That's our biggest win to date as far as store count. It's just incredible to get that news. I'm not sure when it's going in. It's probably in the next couple of months. I didn't get it that far to read into the details, but it's just incredible. And there's stores, and I'll give you some examples, like we're in Whole Foods in Florida, and and that's where we started. You know, when when you're the new guy, they stick you on the bottom shelf, you know, they give you one facing, and it's like, yeah, yeah, go. It's like you're the stake in the lion's den. It's like, okay, you got to fight and try to try to win it. And we were there for, I don't know, about a year or so. We just kept plugging away with marketing and, you know, like everyone else does. And then a couple of months ago, I'm in Boca, so I go to the Whole Foods in Boca. I walk in and there's seven facing straight across eye level. And then I come to find out all the Whole Foods in Florida did that. Our volume went through the roof. But that shows you that, you know, people love it. It's a great product. And for Whole Foods to go from one facing on the bottom shelf to six or seven at eye without me asking or paying for it or not even knowing about it and then just doing it on their own, anyone who's in the food industry knows that that's a huge, huge task to, to happen. Yeah. Touching on that concept, people are moving away from dairy products these days due to lactose intolerance, finding a lot of value in plant-based foods. People struggle, though, to replace milk. That's no easy task. So people love their milk. And then Banana Wave is the key to that. Is that right? I mean, you're getting that type of response. Yeah. There's a couple of things about banana milk I'll share with you that we've come to find out in all of our research groups and tastings that, that the, it's answers I was not expecting to get in a perspective that is interesting. Because, you know, sometimes when you're too close to it, you, you just don't see it, but it's there. And we've had, I mean, of course, pe- people put it on this cereal. They make smoothies out of it. I actually, <laughs> I make milkshakes out of it. It's, it's so good. If you take, I take the, uh, the strawberry banana milk, I don't know if I mentioned we have a strawberry and a chocolate. It's strawberries and bananas, not strawberry flavor, not, you know, banana flavored. It's bananas and strawberries with oats and vitamins. You take that, you put in like two parts of that and a scoop of whatever ice cream or, you know, nut based ice cream. If you're vegans or whatever, you put that in, you blend it like a milkshake. And I'm telling you, it's going to be the best milkshake you ever had. But anyway, to, to my point. We, we learned all these new like hot chocolate and all these uses that people were telling us they were using it for was amazing. But the most interesting thing that, uh, and again, it seems so obvious, but, you know, I, I do it, but I never could verbalize it and think about it as if it was something. And what we found out is not only is it uh, people are loving it as a milk replacement, that that's an easy one. That's what we were targeting. But what everybody was coming back and saying that the number one thing that they liked about Banana Wave is it tastes amazing by itself as just a drink. 
And I thought about that for a while and I'm like, you know, and then we were talking about it in one of the focus groups and this woman just blurts it out. She says to me, she goes, can you remember the last time you woke up in the morning and said, gee, I'd love a glass of soy milk? You know, it's, it, it, no, you know, but I don't do that. I don't know anyone who does do that. And banana wave, the number one is they just drink it because it tastes great. And I, every morning I drink, you know, I take a glass of banana milk. That's my breakfast five days a week. And it, it fills me up. I mean, it literally fills me up until lunchtime. Not hungry. Doesn't bother me. I feel great. I don't feel like I ate, you know, garbage. It's just an awesome, you know, to have something like that where it's a no brain. Because I got sick and tired of eating bars. Like how many bars can you eat? Let's get into all the health benefits of this. As you know, in Get Up Nation, we focus largely on resilience and, you know, the amount of vitamins and the, the natural makeup of this, all the superfood, it does amazing things for the body. I mean, there's things listed here, unripe bananas may improve insulin sensitivity, helping people deal with soreness after exercise, makes you feel more full, may aid in weight loss, it may improve digestive health. Let's get into all the details of why it's exciting that something that tastes so good is so good for you. Usually that's not the case. So will you share a little bit about the benefits, the health benefits of this product and why people are becoming more resilient as a result of consuming it. Yeah, sure. There's so many things about bananas. I mean, not only is the bananas in there and, and I'll get into that and how great bananas are. And, you know, it's not just a substitute. You know, I've heard some people, you know, initial comments were, well, why don't I just go get a banana? You can do that, of course. And there's nothing wrong with bananas. And I love bananas. And But Banana Wave is not to replace a banana, so to speak. It, it really, and I'll tell a lot about why, it, it literally is a far better than a banana, and it is the better banana. And, and, and I'll, I'll give you some examples. So one thing is that the, the, the vitamins in there, and I'll just go through some of them. Like, for example, vitamin C. I mean, everybody knows vitamin C. I mean, vitamin C has 20, is 25% of the recommended daily allowance of vitamin C in this drink. And, you know, it, it's for the manufacturing of collagen and there's amino acids and, you know, it, it's really good for uh, having stable collagen structure. That, that's just one of the things. And, and, and all I want to say is a lot of vitamins that people need in their bodies are, are coming from non-plant-based. Like you've got to eat meat, fish, chicken, dairy, and a lot of vegetarians and vegans out there, you, you can't get those vitamins unless you eat those things and, and they don't eat them. So we looked at this product as being a vegan product and said, okay, the people who were drinking this, and let me preface this, there's not just vegans and vegetarians drinking this product. Everybody is drinking it. We also looked at, you know, there are a lot of vegans out there. There's a lot of the younger generation you know, half my, my kids are, my daughter is going to be 20 in a couple of weeks and my son is 22. And, and I got to tell you, half their friends are vegans and vegetarians. So it, it, plant-based, I'm sure it's no mystery to you that it, it, it's literally growing. And, and personally, I think it's a, it's a wonderful thing to move away from, you know, animals, you know, literally eating animals, I think is, is a great thing. I mean, it, it's, I just think it personally, it's a great thing. So vitamin B2, 
It has 40% of the vitamin B2 that you need for the day. And what B vitamins do is they convert food, which is carbohydrates, to fuel, which is glucose, and it helps create energy. And what that does, it helps create new red blood cells, which carry oxygen throughout the body. And it, you know, if you're exercising or just in general health, I mean, it's obvious you get more oxygen through your body. You know, you're just healthier. You feel like you have more energy. You have more energy. You're more fit. It's just really great. And to have 40% of your recommended daily allowance in one little eight ounce glass is just phenomenal. And another thing about for kids, I guess, you know, B vitamins, they actually help unclog your pores and help with acne. So that's all B vitamins. Another one is, you know, B12. It has 60% of the vitamin B12 that's, you know, in your body. And what vitamin B12 does, it helps long-term weight control. It's the body's natural balance. You know, it helps with the energy creation and concentration, mental function. It helps with memory loss. And it actually boosts your mood. And if you don't have enough, you know, you start to get sluggish and whatever. So again, you need it. And and this is what I love about the drink actually with all the vitamins. B12 is, is, you know, the only way you're going to get B12 is from animal sources, which is dairy, eggs, fish, and again, meat and poultry. And B12 is so important to the body for your functioning energy levels every day. You have to get it somewhere, again, if you're not eating these other products. And to have 60%, in one glass, and we're talking an eight ounce glass has 60% of the vitamin B12 for the day. So there's a lot of things in there. And I was looking also on the website, it's bananawave.love, right? Yeah, the, the website's bananawave.love. And the, the packaging is, which is important, I guess, if you want to have to find it, it's a shelf stable package. So if you're looking for banana wave, you're not going to look in the refrigerated set where the, the milk is and stuff. You go to, to where the the uh, non-refrigerated stuff in the middle of the store, it's got like that brick-shaped package where the almond milks and the oat milks and things like that. And it's bright yellow, sticks out, can't miss it. Three flavors. It's the original, which is banana. And then there's the strawberry banana and the chocolate banana. And you don't have to keep it refrigerated, which is great. And another thing I love about it is you don't have to worry about your bananas spoiling, you know, which happens all the time you buy a bunch of bananas and it spoils so this way you have you know you keep it in your pantry you have it whenever you want you want to make a smoothie out of it you literally just pour some in the thing you throw in some peanut butter and protein powder blend it you're done you don't have to worry and it's already flavored tastes great it's so easy so quick it's just a great thing to have in the house and you even give a free coupon that gets emailed to them on the website. They just go to bananawave.love and the offers section. They can get a free coupon emailed to them so they can even start trying Banana Wave at a discount. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't get any better than that. I mean, you can use those coupons at Lucky's in Colorado, Whole Foods in Florida, most Albertsons in Safeway. HEB is a great partner with us in Texas. We have Meyer and Jewel in the Midwest great stores to go into, Acme on the East Coast, Market Basket, Tops, and Big Y in New England, and, and is and evidently soon to come Food Lion. So that's fantastic. And we're also just 
I actually going, I got an appointment on Monday, which is uh, another big deal we got going on. We're going into food service, which means all the places that's not retail, like your restaurants and, you know, anywhere where it's just not like a supermarket shelf, you'll be able to buy the product probably in the next 12 months. And we actually just sent out samples to CVS as well. So fingers crossed, we'll see how that goes. Nice. Nice. Yeah, we need healthier options, especially for our young people at schools and in cafeterias and things in hospitals. We need healthy options for people instead of things like sodas or energy drinks that are packed with sugar. So that's exciting. I always end the show with six questions to help my listeners understand the why within my phenomenal guests. Will you run through these six quick questions with me? Yeah, sure. All right. I really wanted to dig into your expertise here. You've got more than 20 years in the natural food industry. So as you look back and you think of these things that you've created for people, you've given people healthy food, you've given them options, you, you, now you're giving a banana wave. As you reflect on how the world has evolved and changed and progressed, who are you thankful for today as a result of all you've seen and experienced in this industry? There's this guy, he was the buyer at uh, Whole Foods at the time when I launched Ian's Natural Foods. And I'll tell you a funny story about him. And he really helped me and he's really helped shape the industry in general. He was the buyer at uh, Whole Foods in New England. And at the time where Whole Foods was buying on a regional basis. And I used to go see him all the time. And he was, I, I really didn't know the guy at all when I first started to go see him. And he really helped me understand what it is the consumers at Whole Foods and in, in conjunction, the natural food industry were looking for and helped me create my line or hone in exactly what I should be doing. But he was the kind of guy that he gave entrepreneurs a chance to start in the industry and help grow the natural food industry and it's become so far. I mean, there's a there's a trade show called the Natural Expo. And when I started doing it, it was on one floor in the basement in the Anaheim Convention Center in California. And now the last one I attended, it, it takes the whole entire convention center, four floors, and then they've spread out to the hotels that flank each side in huge hotels. They rent rooms and hallways and, and the ballrooms and, and they take up every nook and cranny. And there's so many, you know, to your, I'm going to answer your question in a little bit more general, to, to all those people out there who stuck it through and including me, you know, when they, everybody was telling us, ah, you know, nobody's going to eat that, nobody's going to eat that. And it, we all kind of stuck to our guns and said, you know, this is the way the industry is going to go. People are going to want to eat healthier. I don't want to say anything negative about the food industry, not you know outside of the, but you look at some of the foods that are out there, like let's just call one a square pastry that's got frosting on it, and, and they have commercials on TV promoting it like it's so great to eat for breakfast, and I'm like that's that's just fat and flour and sugar, but that's the people who have the money to run the commercials to convince the consumer that that's something they should be eating. And everybody in the industry fought that really hard 
And, you know, some at their own cost, some there were too, you know, too early in the game to stick it through. I mean, I've seen so many people go out of business with ideas that would have been killer today that they were just too early for. So in, in a long story to answer your question, you know, to, it's really no one person. It's more of just the, the thousands of everyday Joes like me and you, you know, who were in this space who really stuck with it and turned it. I mean, today, when, when natural started becoming anything 20 years ago, the supermarkets created little sections in the stores. I don't know if anybody remember those. You, you have to go to a special section in the store to get a natural product. Now they're everywhere, and it's the fastest growing segment in the industry. And now everybody is going that way. And related to plant-based, it's not going anywhere. If people are watching like those Burger King commercials and you know the Beyond Meat and things like that, thinking, ah, it's just a fad, no way. That That is here to stay. I, I even was talking to my wife the other day, and I said to her, I said, you know something? I'll bet in the future, probably 20 years from now, you won't even be able to buy meat, red meat, in many supermarkets. And why? Because people will be embarrassed to go in and, and admit they eat red meat and they're killing an animal. And it's going to be, if you want red meat, it's going to have to be like an, an unmarked brown box delivered to your house. And there's going to be one guy out of Texas doing it. That's what's going to happen. Anyway, that's that's a long answer to a short question. <laughs> I usually ask after who you're thankful for, what are you thankful for? And I think you've kind of covered that with the developments of how things have changed in the industry. My next question is, how do you fuel the fire within you? What excites you, motivates you, helps you get up every day? I love building businesses. That's my favorite thing to do. It, to me, it's like a puzzle. And it's figuring out how to get to A to B or like a game of chess. It's, it's, it, it's figuring out that process. And everyone thinks, oh, I have an idea, therefore I can sell it. And for everyone who's listening out there, that's great to have an idea. But it's really, even if you have an idea and you have a great idea, the biggest challenge is figuring out where to put it, how to put it, who to talk to, what to say to them that can convey what you're trying to sell. And, and sometimes you think that that's so obvious, but like to my point earlier in the segment where the woman said to me, my, my, you know, who drinks soy milk in the morning and thinks it's great. You know, to me, that was so, when she said it, a light bulb went off in my head and I'm like, oh my God, that should be the basis of our marketing plan. You really have to understand the whole thing. But what really gets me excited, I got to tell you, like when I mentioned to you earlier, you know, we just found out today, 10 minutes before this, that we're going into 943 food lions with our original and our chocolate. And I'm sure we'll get the strawberry in sooner or later. And they're also, we're doing these little eight ounce ones for kids in the lunchbox. And they're looking to bring that in in August for back to school. But when you get stuff like that, and you reflect on all the messaging and the marketing and the product development and 
the late nights and the agony and the, the beginning defeats and, you know, it, to have somebody like CVS ask you for samples and to get into food line into so many stores right off the bat. And that's what gets you jacked up every day. And you, you just get so much satisfaction from saying all, I mean, when anybody, when, when anyone has, you know, the, the, the hard work and, and the, the dream and the goal that actually pays off because of the work you did correctly. That's what gets me super, super jacked to get up in the morning. I mean, I, I started my day today at five thirty in the morning. I had my, you know, my banana milk, went to the gym, came back up. And, you know, I've been sitting at my desk ever since. And, you know, it's just the energy of that keeps me going all day long. And I, I, I love what I do, so I never work a day. It's awesome. That's great. And I want to dig into what is one thing that adversity has taught you to value? <sighs> adversity. Let's see. Adversity. What has it taught me to value? I, I got to tell you that the, the help of others, you know, when you come up against a wall and, and you know, I, I'm going to tell you a funny personal story. There's a, there's a guy that I met, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago. And I just thought he was, you know, sometimes you meet people and it's not that they're, I mean, the guy is a great guy, still friends with him. And uh, I just thought he was a little earthy, crunchy for me and a little kooky and whatever, because I was always a businessman. And he was always like, oh, thank you. And you're like, oh, my God, this guy's like an artsy kind of guy or whatever. And, you know, and it kind of stuck with me. And then I realized this guy is, he's, he's, he's the, he's got the, you know, appreciate. He really appreciates every little tiny nuance of every day that you wouldn't even notice because the, the, the pace is so fast of the little things that people do for you. And he appreciated it. And I saw that over and over because he was a really good friend. And over the years, it kind of stuck with me. And I'm like, you know something? And then you keep going with that and you really, I think in myself, I think I've really developed an appreciation for people helping me get through situations that in a lack of a better term, there's a lot of adversity to get to those steps. And these are the people that helped me get there. And I think for, again, for entrepreneurs out there, people love to do things for people who appreciate it. And I know I'm one of them. So you may appreciate it. You've got to make sure that the other person knows that you appreciate it and tell them, do something, no matter how little, go out of your way to let them know you appreciate what they've done for you and, and the world will be your oyster. It, it really helps. And, 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 and I, when I talk to people, I, and this person, he's really made me open my eyes and see and really appreciate what others have done. And it's not that I didn't before. I didn't notice. The day just goes by too fast. You just, you know, you don't look at it and slow down. But that's my number one. Amazing. And what are you doing today you may have never thought you could? Literally launch another company. (laughs) (laughs) I got to tell you, and when I sold Ian's Natural Foods, 
I was 39 years old. And without getting into the details, I was extremely fortunate to be in that situation. I was. I was, this was just, I was in the right place at the right time with the right idea, had the right people helping me. It was just this perfect storm coming together. So, you know, here we are today. And now I never thought I would have, and it's hard. And anyone who started a new business, I, they're all going to tell you it is by far an agonizing, stressful, hard work. You pour your life into it if you want to make it a success. And I, frankly, I never thought I would have the energy to do it again. And, you know, I took over Banana Wave in August of 2018 as the CEO. And I spent a year, you know, even when I'm going back to when I met the kids, I wasn't running the company. I helped them get it going. I was mentors. They had some other guy running the sales. I took over in August. And I spent the last, from August to August of 2019, you know, we had one flavor. We added two more. We added eight ounce ones. We're now about to launch our new one, which is a mango banana, which people are, the samplings are off the charts from the focus groups. It's phenomenal. I, I, I can't even wait till it's out. I keep making some myself and just drinking it. I love it. With all those things, and then you got to start a marketing program and start building your social media. And, you know, it's easy for kids. It's not easy for older people out there who didn't grow up when the, you grew up when the internet didn't exist. So, yeah, I guess in a nutshell, to have the energy and the, the ability to go through it and actually mentally be able to deal with the stress of doing that, again, I didn't think I would be able to do it, but yet here I am. That's awesome. All right. My last question, what will you do tomorrow? You may have never thought you could. I got to tell you, I have no idea what I'm doing tomorrow, but today is my anniversary, if that means anything. So tomorrow, yeah, seven years. We've known each other since we were 12, oddly. (laughs) Hi, Julie. How you doing? Actually, you talk about a tough thing to do. I I work with my wife. That's hard. (laughs) And, you know, the funny thing is we, we get along great. There's no issues. She works in one side, I work on the other side, and I got to tell you, a whole day can go by and I don't even see her. We're in the same office. So tomorrow, what do I think I'm going to do tomorrow? You know, I tell you what I want to do is is really double down on what I'm doing with Banana Wave, given this the success. I mean, it, it's been a daily thing. It's like every day I turn my emails on and look at it. There's an email from one guy in Guyana who wants to start exporting our stuff. And we've already, we've already shipped a few orders there. And there's another guy in Florida called Sunny Hill, which I'm going to see on Monday, who wants to distribute our stuff in seven states. And the guy's huge and I love everything about what they do. And that's a, an amazing opportunity for us in the food service arena but what I want to do tomorrow is, you know, I want to just keep doing what I'm doing because I love it. I don't think there's anything else I, I, I want to do. I just hope that when tomorrow comes, I, you know, the more it grows, the more energy, the more time you need to put into it, 
And the more fun that it becomes, and I guess I just want to make sure that tomorrow I'm still able to do the great things that I do. And, you know, banana wave aside, and as great as it is, you know, my real passion is bringing, you know, bringing healthier foods to, and I know this sounds crazy, but literally bringing healthier foods to the public. Because growing up in the food business, I, I was so attuned to, and especially on the manufacturing end, to see what's in your food, you know, I, I'm sure 99% of the food people eat that are prepared foods, if they saw that what went into it, they wouldn't eat it. I've been in factories as part of what I do, and you, you see them just pouring giant amounts of oils and hydrogenated oils and fats and sugar and flour and out the other end comes something in a nice pretty package that they say is healthy to eat. Uh, and, and it's disheartening, especially when you see, you know, the condition, uh, let's call it the condition of the average person in this country. They're being duped into thinking, hey, you know, everybody eat carbohydrates. Protein is bad for you. Don't eat eggs. You know, it's like, who, who makes this stuff up when the, and, and then in reality, the eggs are one of the best foods you can eat. And there was a time I remember 10 years ago, don't eat bananas. They're too high in sugar. And all of a sudden now they're calling it a superfood, which it is. I think I'm just tomorrow. I'm just going to continue to fight the good fight and keep doing what I'm doing and stay true to what I believe in and certainly help the cause forward on being plant based. I think, like I said earlier, I think that's. It's such a wonderful thing and not to get into politics, but I rank that right up there with, you know, with what's going on on TV with Iran and Iraq. And you, you, you see that, you know, the, the sentiment of the younger generation is changing now that they have the ability to voice their true feelings without, you know, having to worry about being killed. Anyway, I'll step back from that, but it, it, it's, it's something like that. I mean, to be able to bring healthy foods to the consumers, I just think is a, is, is a wonderful thing, especially because I know my kids are a beneficiary of my hard work. And, and even when I started Ian's Natural Foods years ago, I got to tell you, a lot of the stuff did not exist. So here's a good one. So one of the things that... This guy, John, the one I mentioned before, who's on the board, the buyer's stop and shop. When I finally got the stuff into packaging and stuff, so he, he says, you got to call this guy Alan. And he worked for United Natural Foods, which is a huge distributor in the country. They're all over. And as the name might suggest, they distribute natural foods, and they were always in the forefront of this stuff. So I called Alan. And I said, hey, Alan, uh, this is Stephen. John told me to call you. And he says, you're probably going to be interested in what I'm doing. And he says, well, okay, I know, John. What are you doing? So I started telling him about Ian's Natural Foods. And the one thing that was so funny in the story is, so I'm telling him all the things that I'm doing. And I said, yeah, and I got this chicken nugget, and I've got this panko breadcrumb on it, and we make our own. We're only ones at the time doing an all-natural panko breadcrumb. And he goes, wait, wait, wait. He goes, yeah, he goes, I know what a chicken nugget is. It's, you know, he says, what kind of a chicken are you, you know, what are you using for chicken? Are you using tofu or 
you know, there was a product out there called Veed or there was a whole bunch of different. I said, no, it was, it's, it's chicken. He goes, yeah, I know. He says, but what are you using for it? And no matter what I said, I couldn't get through to him. I said, Alan, it's a chicken. It had a head. It was running around at one time. It's chicken. And he was silent. And he says to me, are you telling me you're doing an antibiotic, hormone-free, fully cooked chicken nugget frozen in a box that I can sell at retail and, and distribute to the stores that they can sell at retail? I said, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. And this was at like 10 in the morning. And there was a whole bunch of it. We did fish sticks and kids meals and French fries. And, but there was a lot of meat products. He said, can you show it to me? I said, sure, when? He goes, can you come today? And I'm like, well, you're, you're three hours away. And he says, uh, yeah. I said, well, okay, sure, why not? So I was at my manufacturing facility, went down the freezer, packed up a whole bunch of stuff because Ian's was, is, was a frozen line. And I, I figured it was just going to be me and Alan. So I brought one one box of chicken nuggets and one box of fish sticks and one box of, you know, all these other products that we were doing. And I went up there and I got up there and I met Alan and I, I walked into their office and he says, oh, go set up in this conference room. You know, and I brought my oven and I had my plates and utensils and stuff. And he says, let me know when you're ready. So I'm heating the stuff up. And I know this sounds crazy, but I wasn't paying attention to what was behind me. And I put everything out on a plate. And I have one little plate. I mean, the plate was like a six-inch diameter plate. I got a couple chicks. I thought it was going to turn around. It was going to be. I turn around. There's forty or fifty people in the room behind me, all crowded in the room, like the president was speaking. It was the weirdest thing. And I'm standing there with one little plate with like two chicken nuggets on it, and you know. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, okay. I'm like, uh, all right, well, I'm not sure what I'm like. I said, Alan, I thought it was just going to be me and you. He goes, everybody wants to see what's going on. So, I, of course, you know, I showed it to everybody. They all loved it. I mean, you know, the whole story. We sold the company. But my point is, back then, nobody was doing meat-based products in the freezer prepared. And, and I'm going to tell you why. We were the first ones to do a chicken nugget with chicken in it. There was antibiotic and hormone free. We were the first ones to put sweet potato French fries in a bag at retail. Back then, I'm sure you, everybody remembers, you go to McDonald's or you buy Tyson or you go to Burger King or Wendy's or wherever, and you eat a chicken nugget, you bite into it, it was gray, and it would, there would literally be juice running out. And that's the way it was a long time ago. And that's because, and hold your hat, everybody, they would literally take the entire chicken, take the feathers off, cut the head off, cut the feet off, didn't debone it, didn't take the stuff out of the middle, let's call it that, and threw it into this machine that would grind it up and look just like ham red hamburger. And that's what they would use to make chicken nuggets. And I found that out when I first started to say, hey, I want to do a chicken nugget. I called one of the manufacturers and said, hey, I'm making chicken nuggets. I need you to send me some chicken so I can start experimenting with it. He sent a box. It was labeled chicken. I called the guy up and I'm like, you guys got a serious problem over there. He goes, what? I go, 
you got a box here that you guys just sent me labeled chicken and it's hamburger. He goes, no, it's chicken. I go, no, I know what hamburger looks like. This is hamburger. And then he explained to me what it was. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. That's what he goes. That's what everybody is making chicken nuggets out of. So the forget, you know, the hearts, the liver, the blood, the bones, the everything. Forget all that. I mean, some people eat anything in different parts of the world, but they were they were taking the skin, you know, which is the high fat, greasy part of the chicken. And they were grinding that up, too, and putting the skin into the chicken. So when you bit into a chicken nugget, that's where you got your high fat content. You got that gray color from the blood and the organ meat. And I was like, there's no way I am making a chicken nugget out of this because I'm going to eat it. I went out and I sourced out antibiotic and hormone, actually from Bell and Evans. We used their boneless, skinless chicken breast. That's it. And we made chicken nuggets out of it. And the we turned into, by far, the largest chicken nugget manufacturer in New England within six months. We were taking in trailer loads of chicken and it became a big thing. So now today, McDonald's, Burger King, Tyson, anybody who's making chicken nuggets, now you bite into them all, they're all white meat. They, they took our lead. And I look at something like that and I look at, you know, what an, forget that I did it, but people like me and me, you know, who took the, are you kidding me that this is the way it's being made and literally have changed the industry. I mean, I look at it as changing the way McDonald's and Burger King and Tyson make their chicken nuggets because of me in a much healthier way. I consider that a win-win considering how many chicken nuggets are consumed on a daily basis. It's quite a thing. And I'll tell you one other quickie. So when I started doing Ian's, I was almost talked out of it by a bunch of people. I walked into the, one of the Whole food stores. I'm like, this is my last stop. I'm just going to go in here. And, and then I talked to the manager. He talked me out of it. And I'm walking out of the store and I hear this, hey, Steve, how you doing? I turn around and this guy, Mike, used to work for my father in his supermarkets. And I told him what I was doing there. And I said, yeah, the store manager goes, he goes, they said it's a bad idea. He says, people come here because they're vegans and vegetarians. They don't want meat products. And I'm like, I knew this idea was too good to be true. And he goes, that's baloney. He says, come with me. Followed him to the back of the store. He worked in the meat department. He goes, you see this case? He goes, Whole Foods makes more money off of the meat and poultry in the store than anything else in the store. He says, we got 40 feet of meat here. And I looked at him and he goes, it's not that they don't eat it. It's nobody's making it, what you're talking about. And I'm like, there's nobody. He goes, I've, he goes, as long as I've been doing this, I've never seen anybody make it. He says, but I can certainly tell you that the consumers come into Whole Foods, eat meat for sure. And then if I didn't run into him, Ian's never would have existed. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm so grateful for this time to hear from you and, and to hear your insights into the industry and to help make people who are listening to this more resilient, more healthy, more connected, and more able to be healthy throughout their lives and to pass that on to their children. So thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. I can't wait to release this. Just honored that you've taken time for Get Up Nation today. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.